One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is CarPro USA, where you get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Jerry's a 35-year auto industry veteran and former two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Think of him as the car buyer's Superman. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, a Radio Hall of Famer, and if he's driving anywhere near a lake, very possibly the next Aquaman. Here they are on CarPro USA. Thank you so much for joining us here at CarPro USA. We, what we do is we give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. So, if you're thinking about making a move this year and uh, you want to talk about it, all you got to do is call us at 800-926-7777. That's 800-926-7777. I don't take mechanical questions, but if you're thinking about a new vehicle and you're not sure whether you should buy it or you should lease it or whether you should buy new or you should buy used or factory certified, whatever. Let's talk about it. Maybe you've test driven several cars and you're not sure which one would be the best for you and you want just a second opinion on it. I'd be happy to do that. That's the kind of stuff that we do here. Plus, we've got a great website. It's carprousa.com. All you got to do is go there and you'll find certified dealers all over that we work with on a weekly basis, help hundreds and hundreds of people make sure they get a great deal on a car and have a good car buying experience. It can be done. You can have fun and buy a car. You don't need to spend an entire day inside a dealership. We have shortcutted the circuit. And I will tell you, I think it would take someone like me who has owned dealerships to be able to tell you how to shortcut it. I've done the work for you in advance. And again, all of our dealers are at carprousa.com. My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy. He joins me now. And I am Batman. You are Aquaman. No, I never liked Aquaman that much. <laughs> but a lot of people really liked the article you had in the newsletter this week, a surprising amount to me. Um, about everything you ever wanted to know about all-wheel drive. Now, I know we broadcast in lots of different climates, yep. lots of, you know, from snow to sand. What was it about all-wheel drive, do you think, that prompted so many people to click on that link? Well, I don't know. I I, I think some people confuse four-wheel drive with all-wheel drive. Uh, there are people who need all-wheel drive because of the, the weather where they are, but... For me, I mean, an all-wheel drive vehicle just drives better. Um, I, I would, I will never have another car. And when I say car, I mean car. I'm a sedan. I'm a sedan kind of guy. Uh, but I'll never have another one that's not all-wheel drive. I just do. Love they make it. that many cars now that are all-wheel oh, drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
And, uh, you know, it, it started years ago. Audi has been very big with their Quattro system. Subaru uh, does an amazing job with theirs. There's a lot of them out there. My Maserati's all-wheel drive. No kidding. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. And it's and it's nice when you really get down on it hard in a big horsepower car that it shifts the power from the rear wheel the rear wheels to the front when it's needed. And and some cars are really sophisticated with the way they work. So, so I don't know. It was a good article. I think everybody enjoyed it. It certainly does seem that way. They also liked my uh Reviewing video, the Hyundai Palisade. Mm-hmm. I gave you uh, the best-selling trucks in 2019. And the one that I thought I liked the best, which was breaking down what people bought in 2019 by segment. So uh, 40.8% of the, the people who bought 17.1 million cars last year bought a crossover SUV. And, and, that was a higher number than I really thought it would be. And then secondly, the other thing that was real eye-opener, of that 17.1 million cars sold in 2019, all electric cars accounted for 1.4%. And that includes Tesla. Which is now, because of its recent stock run-up, valued as a company more than GM and Ford combined. Yeah. And they haven't made money in except one quarter and one quarter and 14 years and we'll see what happened uh, for the fourth quarter we'll get those numbers probably sometime uh, in february if i were guessing let's go to the phones talk to russ in kingwood texas hello russ thank you for holding yeah good morning i was uh gonna ask you what your opinion was on a, a car for basically traveling all over the country i'm about to retire and we want to really hit the road. And I was looking at something uh, probably kind of like maybe a big Lexus or a big Mercedes. I wondered if you had an opinion on either one of them and uh, what your uh, your choice would be if you were uh, looking for something like that. Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, the, the Lexus LS 500 is just an amazing car. In fact, I've got it. I'm going to have it for review next week. Uh, Amy Plemons just did the Lexus LS 500 hybrid about two weeks ago, and it's up on our website at CarPro USA. You can read it. And I, I really think if I were going to, if I were going to do a Lexus LS, I would, I would certainly go with the hybrid. I mean, it it, it gets a little bit pricey, but if you're going to do a lot of driving, the thing about the, with the Lexus and the Toyota system that many of the hybrids just don't have is highway mileage. They do great in town because you're running mostly on batteries. But Toyota Lexus, they get great highway mileage too, much improved. So although you pay more up front for the hybrid, I think you'll get it back in fuel cost over the uh, over the years, and particularly should something happen where, you know, gas jumps back up well over 3 to $4 a gallon, then you'd really be ahead. How would you option the car? Well, I mean, they come with everything, so there's really not much in the way of options on this car. And I haven't looked at the the, the new one. I had the, I think it was 2018 when they went to the big car. But let me let me let me give you an alternative. You mentioned Mercedes. Look at the Genesis G90, mm-hmm. and you are going to be shocked at that car. 
It's about the size of the Lexus. It drives great. It's got the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Comes with concierge service, meaning that they'll pick the car up, take it in for service, and bring it back to you wherever you are. Uh, and you can keep about $20,000 in your pocket. Wow. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Genesis fan. I'll well, tell you, the, the, G, the G90 is just, is just amazing. Uh, options on the LS, I mean, really, there's some backseat options for if you're going to use the LS and have a driver or have somebody drive you around, there's some options that are that'll run that price up pretty quick. But for most people, they're never going to they're never going to use it that way. I do have good dealers for all those that we talked about in the Houston area. They're at CarProUSA.com and Look under certified dealers. You'll find them all right there. Send them an email through our site. Get your VIP certificate, and we'll uh, and they'll be in contact, and they'll know that I sent you. Houston, we'll be with you next Saturday live. There's no right way to buy the wrong car. Get some help from CarPro USA at one 7777 So Jerry and I are going to Houston next weekend. We'll be broadcasting the show live from the Houston Auto Show in NRG Stadium. NRG Center. NRG Center. We do have separate rooms, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Trust just, me. Just wanted to be sure. Yes, we do. This week, I've been driving around in the 2020 Chevy Silverado 2500 Duramax Diesel. And oh my goodness, this is one big truck. And I, I tell you, I enjoyed it though. I, I mean, I'm not a, a a pickup guy as far I own a pickup, but for a daily driver, it's not me. And this one is a 7,700 pound beast. But you talk about get up and go. You can burn the tires on this thing when you 910 foot pound of torque. Uh, really nice rig for towing. Uh, it, it even comes with the fifth wheel, the holes, uh, in the bed for a fifth wheel hookup. Uh, they should be thought of everything with this one. Uh, that review and video uh, will be up by Monday evening, most likely at CarPro USA. So if that's a truck that you're thinking about for pulling a trailer, the camera system is outstanding. I'll tell you that. Uh, it just, they, they, they really did think of everything with this truck. Let's talk to Elizabeth in West Los Angeles. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you, Jerry? Thanks uh, for taking my call. I sure. Your show. Thank you, ma'am. What can I do for you? Well, I have a 2003 Passat. It's the top of the line, with the, which is the only way I could get the sunroof, but I also got the sports, sports suspension and, and alloy wheels and all that. And so for me, the car is got, only got 94,000 miles on it. Um, but there's several things that need to be fixed, like major repairs to the tune of something like three or $4,000 right now. Oh and my. the electrical system is um, starting to fail, So, and the drive shaft is ready to fall off on the driver's side. So <laughs> after talking to three mechanics, we decided that it's time to drive it till it drops and get a new car because it's not worth um, several thousand dollars. I don't know what's going to No, I, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, Putting that cut, putting four thousand dollars into a seventeen-year-old car, your miles are low. But I will tell you, Volkswagen quality back around that era uh, wasn't great. 
So I, I think you're making the right decision. What are you going to try to replace it with? That's why I'm calling you. Ah! I need something equivalent, and I have no idea. And the thing is, I really like the stick shift, but I think you've said that only Mazda does ship stick shift anymore, but I'm not sure. Mazda um, does. Like, there are a few out there still. Oh, there but, are a few. You know, so let me list the things I like and the things I don't like. Okay. And you can figure out how to guide me. All right. So I really like the stick shift, but I, I know the automatics are better than they used to be. I love the sports. To me, the handling is probably the most important aspect of the car. Yeah. Because I like to feel the road. I like the fact that my car is heavy and solid and it doesn't skitter around on the top of going on windy roads. It yeah. just it holds onto the road. So that's really important to me. Um, the back seat is roomy. Um, I eat my lunch back there oftentimes, and it's nice and roomy and comfortable. I have a nice big trunk. I have a 60-40 split in the trunk, which I, opens all the way. There's no framework around the in the middle of the opening the way the Honda was in 2003. Yep. Um, uh, it, I drive fewer than 5,000 miles a year. Um, it also has a sunscreen in the rear and in the sliding roof that really cut down on the heat a lot, which is really nice. Sure. And I like having the full spare tire, although I don't know if anybody does a full spare anymore. So No, I'm, nobody does a full spare anymore. Unless you get yeah. some of the SUVs do. Uh but but and pickups, but none of the cars do. In fact, some of them don't have a spare of any kind. They come with yeah, a I've noticed with on a, my rentals. Yeah. They <laughs> come with a compressor and a fix a flat can. Okay, yeah. so what are we what are we talking about money wise? Um thirty thousand is kind of pushing it I, okay. I could probably push it higher because then i'd have to reduce my 401k contribution but the other thing is i really don't know in a few years i'm going to be retiring i'm in my mid-60s and um you know i if i end up moving to some place you know where there's a little snow it's not going to be a lot it's a little right um i don't know if i'm going to want all-wheel drive and with and you know the SUVs have an advantage visibility-wise here in la that all the cars are big and you can't see oh yeah very for well. sure but they, I don't know if the the SUVs are a lot more expensive or it's worth yeah they are they're 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 a lot more expensive and if you're used to a car and you like that kind of ride and feel uh, I think that's probably you ought to just stick with one I would tell you to look at uh, look at the new Subaru Legacy it's a great car it is all wheel drive so down the road if you need all wheel drive you'll already have it uh, but it it gives you that kind of feel and you can get one of those for thirty grand and then. Uh, going with Mazda again with with the uh, Mazda Six, just an outstanding car, um, and, and I don't know that you could find one, but you can get a manual transmission in that Mazda Six. You might have to order it, but sounds like you got a little bit of time. I've got great Mazda dealer there. Look at CarProUSA.com. Before you buy a car that doesn't really fit how you drive. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Out to Lubbock, Texas we go. Jay, welcome. Jay, what can I do for you? Well, I am starting to think about trading trucks. I've got a 2018 Z71 LTZ. 1500 with a 6.0 in it now. Right. And I'm wanting to go back with something comparable. Uh, I've only financed for 36 months, so I've got only 10 months less left on this, what I owe on this truck. 
What so, is the new 2020s? Is it? Are the upgrades sufficient that I should go ahead and trade now or maybe wait till this truck is paid off? I do pull a race car trailer during the summers on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Yeah, and I don't, Jay, I don't think, you know, paying yours off is, is really is going to change anything as far as making that decision. What I what I would tell you is there's still quite a number of 2019s out there, and they've got some big rebates, and you're not going to see rebates on the 2020s in big money until the majority of the 2019s are gone, which is probably going to be uh, in that March or April time frame. So I think okay. once they get the 2019s moved, then they'll start putting money on the 2020s, and it'll continue to increase. Uh, you don't sound like you need to be in a hurry to do anything. And again, you know whether you whether your truck is paid off or whether you only owe eight, or seven or eight payments here in a few months, because uh, it's worth what it's worth, and then the rest of it's your equity, other than what you owe. So I'd wait a little yes, while. I'd I'd give it about ninety days, and if you want to call me back, I can tell you probably more at that time. I think in answer to your question, uh, the this twenty twenty is a really really nice truck, uh, both in the half ton and the three quarter ton that I'm driving this week. Uh, I have okay. enjoyed this truck, and I don't. I mean, this this three quarter ton will tow eighteen thousand five hundred pounds. I mean, it's just massive, but 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 that's overkill for you. So if you can, yes, just hang on and wait uh, and, and give us about 90 days and call me back, and I'll tell you what the outlook is because it, it's a moving target. It changes all the time. And right now, the emphasis is on 2019s. You getting a 2019 makes no sense since you got a 2018. The only reason to trade would be to move up into this new truck, which everybody seems to really, really love. Hey, thank you for your call. I'm on uh, I'm on KFYO every Thursday morning at 7.35 for about 15 minutes. Join us. Buy a car, not a lemon. Let Cherry Reynolds help you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. We've got a rare line open if you want to grab it at 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Check out their website. It's really cool. I spent a lot of time there the other day. O'ReillyAuto.com. O-R-E-I-L-L-Y Auto.com. I have a cousin named O'Reilly. Really? Yes. In the parts business? No, he's a Scot. Huh? He's a Scot. Oh. He's in the whiskey business. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Hey, just checking the best selling cars of 2019 that you had in the newsletter this week. Dominated at the top by Toyota and Honda, Nissan, so on. I was surprised at the number 25, the bottom of the list, the Chevy Camaro. You know, when that car first came out, I thought, wow, they're going to have a runaway hit with that. Well, they did for a long time. Yeah. But then they did what GM tends to do a lot, and that is let a car go too long without making changes to it. Mm-hmm. And it just eventually shrivels up, and that's where they are today. I mean, that whole that whole segment, Mustang, Challenger, Camaro, I mean, Mustang – 
is have had a great year last year. Seventy two thousand five hundred sales versus Challenger at sixty one thousand roughly. And then pulling up the rear, uh, Camaro at forty eight thousand. They've got to do something with that car if they're going to keep continue to sell it. And I don't see how they could get out of that segment with those kind of numbers. Those are big numbers. Uh, but the number, the top five was Camry, Civic, Corolla, Accord, and Altima. So they're your top five. We've got that list. I've, I've given you this week the uh, best and worst selling trucks, pickup trucks in America for all of 2019. And then a list of what people bought by segment, which was very popular. People really seem to like that. Let's go to John in Woodline, Woodland Hills, California. John, welcome. Hey, guys. I uh, just wanted to ask you guys a quick question. Um, I have an M4, and my lease is coming up soon. And I love this sports car type of uh, drive, but recently got married, and we're thinking about starting a family, but I'm kind of hesitant on giving away that sports feel. So I was looking at the Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT, Yep. And I wanted to know the reliability behind it, and uh, if you know anything comparable as far as power and you know reliability as that vehicle. I tell you, the SRT Jeep has been great, and what's amazing to me, and always has been, about all the SRT products from Fiat Chrysler, you know how these cars are being driven, and yet they're still they still stand up. I mean, I had I had the charger while uh Hell, Hell, hellcat wide body uh probably three or four months ago and it was typically when i get a car it's got you know 300 miles up to 3,000 miles this was a high mileage car for a press car it had over 7,000 miles and let me tell you something 7,000 press miles or i mean that's you can double that for a normal car and i know how this car had been driven and it was solid as a rock. I mean, it it had no squeaks or rattles, no shakes, nothing. Performed like perfect. Same going to be true with the Jeep. <clears throat> and there's really nothing out there that's going to compare to that. I will give you an alternative to look at. It's not going to have as many horses as that, but it's probably going to be more of a comfortable family vehicle. And that is the 2020 Explorer ST. That thing is awesome. I mean, I've got I've got it coming up for review in February, but I have driven it. And that thing will get up it's running over four hundred horses. And it's a very comfortable, comfortable uh SUV. It's gonna give you a better ride than that Jeep is. And it's gonna save you probably twenty grand. What you're giving up is the horsepower. So you gotta kinda make a decision on is what's the most important thing to you? Is it ride? Is it comfort? Is it horsepower? If it's horsepower, go with the Jeep. There is nothing that compares. But if it's comfort and you want good horsepower, I think that Ford is going to be a really good alternative. I got good dealers for both of them out there. Check them out at carprousa.com. And Chad in Los Angeles. Chad, welcome. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm doing good, my friend. What can I do for you? Well, I got a question for you about your opinion on the uh, the upcoming Tesla pickup truck. I've been driving a quarter-ton pickup truck for the last almost 30 years. It's what I use for work. 
I've gone from a, a Nissan to a Tacoma to a Ford Ranger back to a Nissan that I have right now with about 120,000 miles on it. Um, I'm thinking it'll probably last me another couple of years, which is about the wait time for this Tesla. But I've been curious about it. I want to know your opinion if you think it's worth getting into one of those next. Boy, it's 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 hard to say till they get out, Chad. I mean, until the vehicle is actually produced, and Elon Musk hasn't gotten one out on time yet. Uh, yeah. He, he also hasn't hit the 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 price that they throw out there. That it's always you could just add ten thousand to it, whatever he says. But wow. I, you know, I I can't. I, I just don't talk about cars that aren't in production because I I need to drive it or I need to talk to somebody who drives it. And Tesla, Tesla doesn't send evaluation cars to Texas because they they can't sell cars in Texas, so they don't send them here. I never get the chance. Occasionally, I'll find one. Uh, a late model one at one of our dealers and I'll call up and say, Hey, let me, let me can, I'm going to come over and get that car. I want to keep it for today. They're impressive. I mean, they are, they are truly impressive and we know what electric is going to be. We also know that yeah. the F-150 is going to come out in an electric next year. And, and that's going to be, you know, a, a more of a mainstream truck, if you will. We don't know what it's going to yeah. cost. We don't know what the capability is. I saw a video we had it in our free weekly newsletter of one pulling, I forget how how many ton train on the train track. Now that's all well and good, but how long will it pull it? You know. And so if you're towing something, the ability to tow it is great, but how long is the battery going to last when you're towing? And because I got a feeling they're gonna de- they're gonna deplete pretty quick when you put a load on there, Chad. I'm gonna be watching them. I, I I don't have an answer for you today. I wish I did, but I just boy, I got to tell you, I just don't know at this point. I'm gonna see. I hope they make it. I, I'm pulling for Tesla because you know, even though only 1.4 percent of Americans in 2019 bought an electric vehicle, that number is gonna go up because all the manufacturers. Are, are trying to – they've seen Tesla's success and are trying to get a piece of that action. And you're going to have more electrics coming out in the next couple of years than, frankly, than I think there will be buyers for, which is going to drive prices down. And that's a good thing for consumers. So with that, I appreciate the call very much, sir. Stay tuned. When I get information like this, this is the kind of things that I put in our free weekly newsletter. Subscribe today by going to carprousa.com, and we'll get you yesterday's in your inbox later today. And you can read about uh, an exotic car auction that's going on. Uh, from The IRS has seized a bunch of exotic cars. They're going to sell those in Austin. I got uh, all the Barrett-Jackson stuff for you today. Buy a car you grow to hate, and you want to stick your head in the freezer. This time, call CarPro USA instead at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, riding along with you and Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, who's going to have to up his game because for the second consecutive week, the first time in 18 and a half years, 
my video in the newsletter got more views than his. How many editions of this lame video is there? Oh, there are lots. Oh, good. (laughs) People... People having really bad days. This is uh, when I will point out that I limit myself to automotive things, and he can do anything in the whole wide world that he wants to do. Is that fair? You decide. <laughs> Talk to Hugh in Duluth. Hugh, welcome. Hi, thank you. Uh, is I'm on speaker. Is that okay? Yeah, you sound great. Can you hear me okay? You betcha. Okay. Well, what I wanted to inquire about is uh, your knowledge of the Dodge 1500 truck with the Hemi engine, particularly interested in that Hemi engine because uh, apparently when you're cruising down the freeway, not putting too much uh, uh, weight on the gas pedal, that the four cylinders drop out and, and it just runs on four cylinders and saves you a lot of gas. It, it does. You know that's true? Or? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's absolutely true. They, that The 5.7 Hemi's had that feature it's called cylinder deactivation. Uh, Chevy calls it active fuel management, but same, same, same. It'll drop it, when you're cruising with cruise control set, or if you're, you know, running, you can run the, depending on the rear end ratio, but you can typically run on four cylinders up to 70 miles an hour, 75. If you're not, you know, on a hill or facing a really strong headwind, uh, it works like a charm. The best thing about it is you, you can't tell. You cannot tell when it's when it's switching, and there is a gauge on the dash that will tell you how many cylinders you're running on. But other than that, you can't feel it. It has been a flawless system, and that five seven Hemi has been an, an incredible engine for oh gosh over a decade. I, I wouldn't have a concern in the world about it. Well, that sounds great. That's even better than what I heard. And what kind of gas mileage do you think uh, it it gets on the average? I'm going to say, and again, a lot has to do with that rear end axle ratio, uh, but I'm going to say that truck will do low 20s on the highway, which is pretty good mileage for a truck these days, especially with, with that kind of horsepower. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, right now I'm driving a Dodge um, 2000 Dodge uh, with a Cummings diesel engine, and I thought I was going to get a lot better gas mileage than I'm getting now, and so I'm getting a little concerned about it yeah and a lot of that a lot of that frankly is driver habits if you're if you got a heavy foot you're you're gonna pay the price when it comes to the pump and but watch that rear are you towing anything ever not yet but i actually bought it for that purpose (laughs) all right and what are we towing uh 28 foot fifth wheel okay you gotta um you can't get a rear end that's going to give you great gas mileage and that will pull the trailer, especially a trailer of that size. What you need is a 373. Um, if you go with a 355, it's not enough rear end. If you go with a 410, it's going to be too much, and you're going to really suffer when it comes to fuel economy. 373 is perfect for you. That's what you need. So watch that way too often. People don't ask that question or they get a hold of somebody at a dealership that doesn't know what they're talking about. And they'll I've seen people ask the question, hey, will this pull my forty foot trailer? And the first thing out of the salesperson's mouth was, sure it will. Well, it won't. So watch that. Three seventy three is going to be the magic number for you. It may be three seventy seven in a Dodge, 
might be 372, but right in there. Uh, and you'll and you'll be fine. You'll love. You will absolutely love the truck. The truck is this 2019 Ram is amazing. I've got a article at our FAQ page at CarProUSA.com on rear axle ratios. So if you don't feel like you're comfortable and you don't understand it, I'll tell you all about it at CarProUSA.com. Get the right set of wheels for how you drive. Call CarPro USA now at 1 800 926 7777. I got to tell you, I just really enjoy reading some of the reviews from CarPro Show listeners who have become CarPro certified dealers um, on, on our website and post their experience. Uh, in Sacramento, California, a guy named Tom, his wife asked him what he thought of the new Ford Explorer. Yes. Really didn't matter what he thought. She wanted a new Ford Explorer. Right. So he contacted Rachel Wood at Outgrove Ford. Um, she, of course, treated them like they were old friends. His wife got a new Explorer. And Tom said, as we know, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Five stars for Outgrove Ford. Not too far away from Long Beach, you can add Carson Nissan and Linda Weber's total of five-star ratings, another one. Laura in Southern California said Linda provided her easy and low-key experience. And Esther Luna, the general manager. And uh, just a side note on uh, Linda Weber. Yes. You'll uh, find her at Tustin Hyundai. Oh, she's I'm sorry, Tustin Nissan. Yes, she's moved. Tustin Nissan. She's on our website. Well, I, you know, I, not keeping up with with the, <laughs> the reviews. Well, I got a stack of them. Look, I don't care what dealership. When you get somebody like Linda Weber, it doesn't matter where they're at. And we also got a five star rating for Esther Luna uh, at Ken Bachelor Cadillac. He said it was just an overall classy deal. Notice something about those three happy listeners that I. Yeah, they're all happy. They all dealt with women in senior positions in car dealerships. Yeah, yep. Back not too long ago, that was a man's world. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Esther at, uh, at Ken Basher Cadillac, that's a Sewell organization. Oh. that's a, That explains all that. If you want to have that kind of experience, all you do is go to carprousa.com, click Certified Dealers, choose the market near you, email through our site, you'll get your VIP certificate right back. Buying the right car, truck, or SUV is easy if you let CarPro USA help you. Call 1 800 926 7777. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this live episode of Sound Up, we discuss whether AI should be used to create and perform music. Plus, we've got news on the Jane's Addiction reunion. Ticketmaster gets hacked. The Black Keys adjusting their tour. And comments and conversations with you. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light, the only music podcast that matters. Your source for everything happening in the world of music. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.